Welcome to The Way Home, a Freddie Mac podcast series that explores the latest in mortgage solutions for today's dynamic housing market. Here, housing industry leaders will share insights and actionable strategies that you can put to work today to help make home possible. Let's get ready to dive in and to explore the complexities of the housing market with Freddie Mac. In this episode, guest host Phil Treadwell, founder of M1 Academy and host of the Mortgage Marketing Expert podcast, talks with Deb Jones, SVP and Director of Mortgage Capital Markets at Citizens Bank, about making homeownership more affordable, sustainable, and equitable, as well as the power of partnership with Freddie Mac. All right. Welcome back to the podcast with Deb Jones. Deb, thank you for taking the time to come and sit and chat with us here at uh, MBA Annual. Happy to. I'm glad to be here in Philadelphia. It's, it's a little bit brisk. It is, but it's nice <laughs> instead of humidity. <laughs> now, where are you based originally? Uh, outside of Richmond, Virginia. Outside of Richmond, Virginia. Yes. So not too far. No, no. Easy trip. Well, well, most mortgage bankers didn't raise their hand in kindergarten and say, I want to be in the mortgage business when I grow up. Oh, so no. <laughs> we all have an interesting story. I'd love to kind of hear more about yours and how you ended up not only in the mortgage business, but what your story was to where you got today. Sure. I was an economics major and uh, business uh, as well, and we had to do an internship. I just really looked through our networking system and took an internship and fell in love with mortgage banking. I mean, it was literally like opening up a phone book and pointing to somebody's name, and and it was just really dynamic, very interesting. So it was a great fit, and I ended up going back in the summer, working through that, went through an internship program. And I got a great exposure to a lot of areas, and that made me, you know, learn a lot and also really hone in on my love of secondary marketing capital markets. Yeah. So I, you know, made a decision early to really give back at the companies I was in, go deep, learn uh, what I could, and then I would really just kind of think about what have I not done and go to the next step, get uh, experience at other companies too, different cultures, different parts of the country. Uh, so I worked with the Resolution Trust Corporation during the SNL crisis. Oh, nice. I worked with Greenwich Capital on Wall Street, and I uh, actually ended up having my own uh, consulting firm with another gentleman, and we did a variety of, of support services. So then I came back into secondary marketing on a contract job and just said, I miss this so much, I have to come back into this space. So the rest is kind of history. Yeah. I really enjoy being in, involved in the industry with the MBA, uh, housing Policy Council, Lender Roundtable, and giving back, learning, sharing, and trying to make it better for, for the industry, but for the homeowner, ultimately. Absolutely. And I think that that's what most of us in the industry are so passionate about, is ultimately helping a buyer and a borrower achieve the dream of homeownership. Absolutely. And at the underlying thing, it's it's interesting. Whenever I first got in the business, a 30-minute interview turned into about a three-hour conversation. And I remember the owner of the company saying at the time, listen, if you get in this business, you're going to look back at this conversation one day and cuss me because once you get in mortgage, it's really tough to get out of it. It It's an addiction. (laughs) It was funny. So when you said, you know, you were drawn back to, I think a lot of us are, it's, it's a really fun industry for, for so many reasons. You talked about really liking to be involved in professional organizations and different committees and partnerships. How important has partnerships and involvement in professional organizations not only helped you and what your mission is within the industry, but also just helped your career overall? Well, you know, I think the networking is important to develop your career, but 
it really is about learning from everybody. And then it trickles down to how can you make your work environment more efficient, people more knowledgeable, to make the policy and process work the best for colleague engagement and, again, legitimately for the homeowner. So you think about credit policy, you think about processes. We're all talking about the digital environment. We want to make the customer experience outstanding, and we do. Yeah. And if we can do it and it makes it easy on us as well, I mean, that's the utopia, the the end state idealism that we want to achieve because, you know, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of detail, especially now with regulation. But the, the networking is a collaboration. We're competitors, you know, in the industry in a lot of ways with other lenders. But, but partners like Freddie Mac help us. They listen. They take us seriously about some of the challenges. And it's a, it's a great a way to have the creditor who's making the policies help the lender achieve the best results. For sure. I think having partnerships like Freddie Mac is, is very important on a lot of levels. But in terms of just you at Citizens Bank, what is the kind of core focus of Citizens Bank to bring affordability options and sustainable homeownership? And really, is, what is your guys' focus, philosophy, and, and mission in, in terms of bringing those to the marketplaces as much as possible? Honestly, it is a core mission. We talk about our pillars, customer, community, and colleagues. And community is a very core pillar. We leverage our balance sheet, but we also depend heavily on our GSE partners and Freddie Mac, especially with some of the innovation that they've been doing to accelerate the homeownership and what has not worked in the past because it's key about sustainability. We do not want to do what we've done in the past is just get people in homes and we haven't done them a service. The sustainability is not only the product, but it's the servicing and how do we help them through life events and what programs can we do that because they're a good customer. But Freddie Mac has been a great partner in helping us achieve our affordability goals. They've been in lockstep with us that their team, our account team, and uh, our capital markets and investor relations team, there's no surprises. A lot of open communication about how we achieve those goals. You know, you, you talk about sustainability. It is super important, especially looking through the lens of how the industry has grown evolved, especially over the last couple of decades. How important is it to educate the borrower and the buyer of not only here's the process of buying a home and getting a mortgage, but here's the process of using that to kind of be a pillar of your financial plan, both short-term and long-term. Working with our customers or customers-to-be on financial education, community engagement awareness, and a long-term investment as a bank in what can be a near-term or a long-term customer and a customer for life. Yeah, And, you know, that's... That's critical investment for us to take forward in our, our planning and our partnerships and what we're trying to achieve at Citizens and is it aligned with our partners in the industry like Freddie Mac? And they find a way to help us achieve that to you know, really benefit customers and our financial goals. Well, it is a tough market right now, and I think there's a lot of barriers in terms of helping a borrower achieve that dream of homeownership. 
specifically how are the offerings and programs with Freddie Mac helped that within Citizens Bank so that you can help people navigate what's a pretty challenging lending environment? Yes, I think we actually have been a little bit behind the curve in adopting LPA, and we are excited about getting that installed because it is fascinating to see some of the other offerings we don't offer, but Freddie has really worked with us around some of that until we can get that on board. And then I feel our customers will have a full suite of products from our GSE partners, and we're missing the big gap with Freddie Mac have some unique programs that will round out the suite of products we already offer on balance sheet or you know just through home possible which we do offer but I think that we're missing a lot of activity when you think about renovation people that are already in their homes but are still in the affordable segment it's not always about first-time home buyers and we have to remember things like that or somebody is a first-time home buyer and wants to build their home you know that type we have a we have a, a construction product but it's not as geared towards first-time homebuyer where, you know, I think we can benefit from programs like that with Freddie. Absolutely. And I think renovation products are also very helpful in terms of not having enough supply in the market. Absolutely. We forget that a lot of times people are looking for the perfect home or their dream home or a new construction home, when a lot of times you can find a great home in a great environment and then make it their own. Right. And having those products allows people to enter the market that may have had to wait or, or something something else. You mentioned LPA or just Freddie Mac products in general. Is there a specific thing that you're really excited about and looking forward to in adding more of the Freddie Mac programs that you guys can say, this is specifically something that we've kind of been missing and we're really excited about continuing to push that to the market? Actually, um, Citizens, we're getting ready to launch our uh, special purpose credit program. And, you know, we've been testing it for a year on our portfolio and working with the other GSC as well because we want to leverage all partners and we've had a lot of great learnings and collaboration with Freddie who's observing what our program is going to do and how we can work together uh, in a different way so that essentially I think we'll end up with two versions potentially of our program and see if we capture more people that fit the two different nuances, if you will, or features of those programs. So, you know, it's an investment. It's a, it's a dollar investment to help with down payment, but there's also a higher area median income than some of the, you know, standard programs. So, you know, I am excited to see if in those high-cost markets especially, and that's really where a lot of the key focus is, we can make a difference. And it will be a test and learn, and it will also consider what can we do in the servicing space, not just the product up front. That's a great point. Risk management and making sure that goes back to the sustainability piece. Yes. How has the partnership with Freddie Mac and Citizens Bank helped to kind of overcome that in terms of that risk management and understanding these are great affordable lending options. These are great options for first-time home buyers, but also aren't putting either the lender or the borrower at risk for, for something that could repeat history, per se. Well, you know, Freddie has a wealth of data and experience, and then we have our own. And I think exchanging what has worked and what has not worked what do we each perceive are the risks? You know, what are we comfortable with? And where we differ, what can we do to come together with a different solution? 
that isn't about necessarily acquiescing to one or the other because that's where you evolve and and really succeed with solutioning. And I think the collaboration, you know, the thing I've noticed about Freddie, you know, especially of late, is they've invested in new resources, new support systems. I'll give you an example and, and kind of take a left turn a little bit on you, but the quality control, you know, was not working effectively, and they really did do a deep dive, a serious listening session, a check the box. And it's that type of corporate culture, you know, getting back to the affordable is, where's your risk appetite? Where's ours? We will have gaps, and, and I think we just have to solution or accept this is off the table and what can be on the table. And I think that collaboration is exciting. It, it, it's very exciting, especially because we are in a challenging market, but it's not the same type of challenging market we've had in the past. Right. With first-time home buyers, mm-hmm. there's an education curve there anyway. Yes. But because of so much negative mainstream media attention or just the rumor mill, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing either in, a, in collaboration with Freddie Mac or individually at Citizens Bank to really spread the messages there's a lot of opportunities for first-time home buyers. This isn't the type of lending market maybe that we've seen in the past, but to get people excited about wanting to get involved in purchasing a home or buying another home or, or any of those types of things because there has been such a kind of a negative spin with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the media rumor mill is something that things get lost in terms of actual facts. Yes, So I think it takes grassroots engagement, and that's where I think Citizens excels very much so. In our communities, we are face-to-face with our customers. It's really about education. What are the goals that you'll need to achieve this, and, and what are the limitations? Not selling all the positives and then having a disappointment, you know, down the road in a declination of their loan. What do you need to work for and towards? And the home buyer education and just financial management, you have to do it. And if Freddie Mac, you know, has tools that they can share with customers or lenders and lenders with their customers, then, you know, we're just transparent and we set objectives together. And, And I just, it sounds so simple, but it really is that. It's like you have this much money, this much debt, this is what you can afford. Then there's the inventory problem, the price problem and the rate problem. What can you afford? Can you afford it now? Maybe, maybe not. If you can't, was it a, what is it going to take with your credit score or down payment assistance and things like that? What creativity can we do once we look at your unique scenario? So it's grassroots, and that you can gain trust and stop the rumor mill one person at a time. So it will not be an immediate fix. It can't be. Sometimes simple is also very profound. It is profound. Yeah. And, and I believe in it because there's so much noise and so much information and misinformation yes. and disinformation, and there's a difference. And that's just the world we live in today. So we have to get back to, well, I know it's a fact because I met face-to-face and I have a trusted advisor. Yes. If you don't have that experience with the person, then that's an unfortunate situation and shame on that. But, you know, a lot of us are still here after the crisis because there's a lot of good people left in this industry that have our passion and are now really focused on the segment. And I think that goes back to what we said in the beginning, participating in professional organizations, industry organizations, and collaborating with not only organizations like Freddie Mac that are trying to spearhead 
the correct information for both borrowers and lenders, but the competition goes out the window at that point in time because we're all collectively trying to provide the right information, get it into the hands of the right people. And at that point, each company can be confident in what they offer their community with through their trusted advisors and, and things of that nature. Right, right. I mean, like I said, I'm involved because we have to get to the policymakers, we have to get to the influencers, which are the trades like Mortgage Bankers Association, and what's working and what's not working. Otherwise, it's frustrating. It's a fail. And, you know, some of the things coming out today, like the Basel Three rules, are not well thought out. Yeah. And we just have to push back and say, look, it's not that the policies may be wrong. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But we have to be thoughtful and do our diligence and look at what we've learned in the past that works and doesn't work and not repeat it just for the sake of a goal. We should not have an affordable failure this go-round. We did in 2008, and I think those goals were aggressive, and there was too much pressure for the optics, and we have to be patient. So, you know, I think that the FHFA has taken their foot off the pedal a little bit, rightly so, because the goals from, are from two years ago, right. and we've got high prices, high rates, and low inventory. Right. So to keep saying you have to have this percentage – is unrealistic. Well, we will fail. We will push the you know the needle too far. But they're listening. You know, Freddie Mac's listening. Fannie Mae's listening, and we are working together as an industry to do it right. Well said. You talked about having the data. Sometimes the data doesn't give the whole story. That's right. Data can be incredible, especially for streamlining the process, bringing the cost down for lenders, which in turns bring the cost down for homeowners and, and, and borrowers. But I also think that partnering with companies, individual lenders through an organization like Freddie Mac allows to provide all the right context. You have the data. Now here's what's actually happening on the street. So here's how we create realistic goals for affordability, for sustainability, to add liquidity into the market. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, that's a great point because I think about we as an industry try to look at things, you know, a little bit cookie cutter where, oh, W-2 income, and we're in a gig economy, we have multiple jobs, especially at the affordable level, you know, that, that to make ends meet, and we can't be afraid of that. We have to step back, and instead of, oh, they haven't been in the same job for three years with the same level of income, but have they always had a job or small breaks in their employment because they're out to take care of their family? And we should invest in that and not be afraid of that. And that's where the data isn't helpful right now. You know, we haven't been able to collect, I think, to my knowledge, you know, that you you have to take live experiences and say, you know, when you underwrite the loan, when the underwriter is looking at the loan, because it's not all LP either. You know, you can't just push the button, LP says it's okay, you know, you're done. You have to put the human judgment in it. And if you can say this borrower has the willingness not just the ability, but the willingness to repay. That's, I think, our new focus. That is another great point, willingness to repay. It's interesting because, again, we talk about the data not necessarily telling the full story. In history has proven that we made the assumption, as a collective industry, Mm -hmm. that people may not pay these bills over here, but they're always paying their house payments. When in actuality, B, 
because the market was what it was, homes were appreciating and people were able to get to that equity to potentially pay for a mortgage that they may not have been able to fully afford in the first place. Mm-hmm. Having that in there is, is, is very important because you have to have that willingness to repay piece in there for this whole thing to continue to work. Absolutely. You've got a wealth of experience, very passionate about the industry, and we're always looking for that next group of people, that next generation to really say, we want to carry this this banner of affordability and sustainability and willingness to repay. What advice would you give newer mortgage professionals or people that are earlier in their career and may not necessarily participate in trade organizations like you know, Mortgage Bankers Association, or may not know the value that a company like Freddie Mac brings, what kind of advice would you give them? When you're in your roles, whatever they are, because the mortgage process is very interconnected from beginning to end, really learning what you're in your job, what you're doing, and what, what is it contributing to the process teaches you that aspect, and then as you can connect with others in your organization to understand the upstream or downstream impacts, you'll engage in a way that puts the whole picture together, and then you'll develop a discerning eye where there's opportunity to improve the process or ask questions and then learn from that because, well, why do we do this? This doesn't make sense. That could even stimulate with a new fresh look to the old guard we have to be open-minded and fresh as well. And the, and the newbies will come in and actually ask no dumb question, ask a question that will make us think, and then they learn and, and we advance together. So I just think it's an investment in their roles and learning and living the experience during their early career, not just wanting to jump to the next biggest thing for their role, but it's a big process. It's a policy and process industry to really risk manage to lend to customers in a responsible way. And so it's just a lot to learn, and it's very interconnected. I marvel at it all the time about remembering starting one of my training rotations was in post-closing. I'm looking at details, and to this day, it's like, oh, I understand, you know, if you look at an appraisal and the comps and the, you know, this, that, or the other, from back then, yeah. <laughs> you know, 40 years ago, but it helps us think about policies today or problems today, or if we talk about comps, because appraisals are a big deal, and, you know, I'm not going to go in the weeds here, but my point is, is that those investments in what might look like mundane activities or tasks are really invaluable, so that's just my perspective. I don't know if I'm answering your no, question. No, that's great. I think, I think at the end of the day, it's about continuing to grow and learn. Yes. Leaders are learners. Right. It's not just about advancing your career to the next pay scale, to the next title or position or the next company, but about understanding how that crafts your craft and continuing to do what we said in the beginning, which is help people achieve the dream of homeownership, which is really what this is all about. Deb, you've been an incredible guest. Thank you so much for taking the time. If someone wants to get and connect with you, either you know on social media or reach out uh, just to collaborate and ask questions, how can they get in touch? I think LinkedIn's the best way, yeah. and I appreciate it. I've really enjoyed it, and I'm very happy about what the industry is trying to do. I see, I see some new passion in a very difficult market, probably one of the most difficult markets, and uh, Freddie Mac is really opening up to try to be an even better partner. So I'm very very excited about what's ahead. 
Freddie Mac is very excited about the partnership with Citizens Bank as well as you. And uh, I look forward to big things to come. Great. Thank you. Thank you. The Way Home is brought to you by Freddie Mac, where we make home possible. For more thought-provoking discussions and expert insights, join us for upcoming episodes by following The Way Home on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with us on LinkedIn at Freddie Mac SF. You can also sign up for our newsletters by navigating to our subscription center at sf.freddymac.com.